Have you ever wondered if the Bible talks about infertility and miscarriage? If that's you, join us today as we discuss women in the Bible and what it really has to say about it. Hey sister, welcome to For the Love of Hormones podcast. If you have struggled with finding satisfying solutions to your fertility, pregnancy, and hormone issues, you're in the right place. Maybe you're ready to feel heard and supported beyond a quick doctor visit and prescription medication. If you're ready for real conversation about how God fits into the holiness of hormones, women's healthcare, natural remedies, and the Bible's view on fertility, welcome. For the love of hormones, ditch your afternoon cup of joe and sip on some mood-boosting matcha green tea with me, Becca Yon, certified femme educator and hormone coach, as we discuss with Dr. Jamie Eller more about the holiness of hormones. We're so excited to dig into today's episode. We're doing an overview of Warrior Woman of the Bible. And before we get started on this super exciting topic, I just want to encourage you guys, if you've not left a review yet, to drop a review um, or share this episode with a friend. You can tag me on my Instagram in the show notes and win a free coffee or a matcha latte. Matcha's better. We should talk about that later. Anyways, Dr. Jamie, can you kick us off with a word of prayer? Yes. Father God, we just come to you tonight. Just pray that you bless the internet connection, first of all, because we do not have time for the enemy's games. Father God, I just thank you for this moment to to gather in this space. And I invite you in, Holy Spirit, to just be a part of this conversation as we discuss this new topic that we're starting off, which is about warrior women and how you have designed us to be warriors. And Father God, I just pray that we just keep ourselves open to your your will, Lord, and that we touch on the things that you would like us to, to discuss today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Well, my hope for this, I mean, eventually I would love to bring on interviews of like modern day women who are warrior women. And you know, hear their testimonies of them overcoming spiritual warfare, of them overcoming fertility issues. Absolutely. I even have like patients slash friends who would like be great to like interview and talk about their processes and stuff. So yeah, there's so much potential with this little sub series that we're doing. I know. So I definitely see that in the future, but first, first things first, like I want to discuss women in the Bible um, and their fertility journeys. And so kind of just want to do like a high level overview of who we might talk about in the future, in future episodes. And just kind of like, I mean, I had never really, I don't know, this hadn't come to life to me until you and I really talked about talking about this, talking about you know, women who are dealing with infertility in the Bible. What does the Lord say about miscarriage? What does the Bible have to say about that? Pregnancy, breastfeeding. Gosh, these women really went through so much. So I don't know. What are it's all in there. What are some like <laughs> that come to your mind that you're excited to talk about? Um, well, definitely Sarah and Hannah, just because that hits home, you know, struggling with those things. So the woman with the issue of blood 
and her struggles. There's a, uh, I, that, that, I, that one always brings to mind past patients that I've had that had significant menstrual bleeding issues. So, um, it's not, not just in the Bible, you know, it's just all of these things that were there are still here yeah. and we're still, still learning how to deal with them. Ooh, that's amazing. I'm so excited to talk about that one. Elizabeth as well. You know, she's also one who <laughs> her and Zachary struggled with infertility. Zachary was so awestruck that God wasn't so happy with it. And then he couldn't talk till the baby was born. So, oh man, I love that story. I can't wait to talk about that one. Lucky her. No, just kidding. Yeah. That'd oh, be awful. <laughs> I know. I love my husband. I love my husband. If he couldn't talk to me the whole time I'm pregnant, that would be so sad. Oh my gosh. I had not even <laughs> thought about it in that way. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> no arguments, right? <laughs> No. <laughs> oh my good crazy. Um, there's Mary Magdalene. She was demon possessed, like crazy. Mm. So that'll be really interesting to kind of unpack that from a hormonal standpoint. Hormonal standpoint, spiritual warfare, how could that have presented like her identity? You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen the chosen. But yes, I have. But that's kind of fun to see how they portrayed it. You know, we don't know if that's exactly how it went down, but it was really, it's cool to like kind of see things come to life in that way. Mm-hmm. So it'll be fun to discuss that. It's, it's really cool when you know the scripture and then you're watching that. And it's just a nice, it's nice to have that mental image that to a story you already know. Right. Yeah. There's Abigail from the story of David, like she was bold and gentle. Like she's like one of the very few that I would maybe presume she had hormone balance. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So like, you know, so, um, so that'll be kind of cool to talk about more. Yes. Hagar. Hagar is another one of my favorite ones that I like. Oh gosh. I just read that story. And we, uh, listeners, we've been, you know, preparing for these, episodes. And so we've, we're currently studying Sarah and preparing for that episode. And there's so much, so we can't wait to talk about that. And then how Hagar is intertwined with it. It is like, I mean, it feels like it needs to be a book, <laughs> not a podcast, but, <laughs> so, right. but here we are. So <laughs> there's Deborah, Deborah. I mean, mm-hmm. does she have high testosterone or <laughs> 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 I mean, there, there's your teaser right there for that one. <laughs> Perfect. Let's write that down. <laughs> uh, there is the woman who was living in adultery and she was married several times. She was called out by Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, man, like what was going on in her world and her heart um, and her fertility? Like, was mm-hmm. she not like it doesn't mention if she had children or not? Like, was she not getting pregnant? Oh, I'll save my thoughts for that episode because oh, I have thoughts on Goodness. that. I'm so interested in that one. Obviously, there's Mary, mother of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait to talk about that one. Oh, isn't it funny how, you know, because neither one of us are Catholic, but so like, it's just kind of funny. Like, Mary doesn't get that much attention. I feel until Christmas. Right. 
in the Protestant church. It is like, it is a very, 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 very big deal in the Catholic church. And it is not at all in the Protestant church, hardly as much. And that's an interesting one to unpack as well. You know, like, why Mm -hmm. is it so elevated in the Catholic church? Um, Why is it the way it is in the Protestant church? And, but like, let's really dig into it. Yeah. So. But also just like, it's always like, kind of interesting to like be like put yourself in Mary's shoes and be like what was she thinking and you know just fiat raising she said let yeah. it be let it be and I'm like wow can you imagine so anyways we'll talk a lot more about that one um, <laughs> I am very excited to talk about that she's she's really cool another one this is like a funny one that the Lord brought to my mind when I was like I was just I was listening. I was having a listening moment to the Lord in my quiet time. I was like, okay, Lord, who do you want us to highlight? Who do you want us to talk about? And he brought to my mind Noah's wife. Mm, Interesting. Like, what does she have to go through (laughs) being on that boat, doing, you know, following and long with her husband and what the Lord was telling him to do? What was going on with her fertility? Like, watching him build that ark. (laughs) Like, Wow. Yeah. So that, that, I don't know, that one will be kind of fun to, to study and discuss. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lot's wife. Cause there are definitely oh. lessons to be learned from her. Oh, that's a hard definitely one. Lessons. It is a hard one, but that's why we're here. That one makes me sad. You could tell I like, I like talking about the hard things. That's right. You're the <laughs> adrenaline junkie. But you know, I mean, I won't, I won't skate away from it on any spiritual gift survey I've ever taken. My last one, the one that I'm like lowest in is always mercy. I'm like, wow, it makes me a great mom. <laughs> anytime people come over, they're probably like, what are you doing? Your child is crying. I'm like, Hey, he's fine. Like, come on, pull up your shoes, put on your shoes. Let's go. So if he's crying, he's alive. He's fine. Crazy. But one of my greatest ones is encouragement. So it's kind of a really weird thing. So I'm like encouragingly not merciful. (laughs) Great combination. A tough, a tough encourager. (laughs) I guess so. There we go. (laughs) That's the positive of it. Um, Eve. That's funny. We'll talk about Eve. How fascinating. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I want to like talk about sex. Like how they figured that out the first time. (laughs) I guess they figured it out. And, um, Oh my goodness. I thought they were good at it. Yeah. Fertility, (laughs) children, um, weird stuff. I mean, being the first and only woman, really weird stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, that would have happened. And anyways, that'll be very interesting to discuss (laughs) like things you don't typically discuss, uh, in church. So, but like, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I just want to ask, like, we want to ask the Lord, like, Lord, we want to, fully know or more more know these people in your word that we've just kind of glazed over and we've we've read about them and we've moved forward like i i want the lord to show us lord i'm asking you to show us the depths of these people's hearts the depths of their hormones the depths of their fertility and how does that relate to us today how does it relate to the woman who's struggling with infertility today who is pregnant today who has lots of children. Like what can we learn from these women in the Bible? Yeah. And how they overcome it. Yeah. Do they overcome it? Yeah. And there's a lot of cases. And I will say too, I think um, I love how the Lord put us together, Dr. Jamie, because I feel like Mm. we kind of represent the two 
greatest unspoken hurts in women in the world, infertility mm-hmm. and miscarriage. And as I was like kind of searching about this, there's hardly not, even in the Bible, it is hardly mentioned one time about miscarriage. That made me sad. I'm like, mm-hmm. and, and it's not to discount the word whatsoever. The word is holy and it is it is highest and it's utmost. And Jesus is here with us in all of our different struggles. But man, miscarriage is so hush, hush. And it's just not mm-hmm. talked about. And every single time I share my story in a group of women, someone comes up and talks to me and says, I, I had this happen too. And I didn't know I could talk about it. I've never talked about it before. And it's just really mm-hmm. sad. So I really want women to find their voice because finding your voice and processing is a huge part of healing. And um, so anyway, so maybe some of these women did have miscarriages and they didn't talk about it or the, you know, it wasn't written. Like we don't know. And it's, it's extremely possible, mm-hmm. you know? Right. It might've been, well, we'd have to look into the cultural context of that era. Was it? Is it was it something they could even discuss? Would they would they would have been they they probably would have been deemed unclean and would have had to to go outside their camps and do the whole ritual stuff. So yeah, so it probably was hush hush for a lot of those women because that it probably was deemed un, an unclean thing. Yeah, the only time or, and then yeah. then and then back then too like. You know, you see stories where um, the disciples asked uh, Jesus, is this man blind because of his sin or his father's sin? And so that was sort of their thought process back then. It's like, okay, so like, why is this happening? What sin did this person commit to bring this upon them sort of thing? So definitely a tough time. Yeah, well, we'll do an episode on it. And I mean, probably multiple because it's, it is such, it is such a horrific thing to go through, but the Lord is so good and he is with us and he is glorified. I would not be here if we would not be talking about these things, if I hadn't gone through all that. So he bring, he does bring good out of everything. You mentioned the bleeding woman, talked about that. There's Rachel and her maidservant Leah. So competition. Yeah. Yeah, so that'll be a good one to dig into. Um, and then lastly, just from what comes to mind right now, is Rebecca, whom I'm named after. Um, Rebecca, she had twins, and um, she really favored a son. So that'll kind of be interesting to just discuss that from a fertility and a hormonal and um, biblical wife and mother point of view, uh, and what we can learn from that, too. So. That this is just like a high level overview of like where we're going with this. And I think maybe once we've like, maybe we'll throw in some modern day people mixed in, but I'm like, I want to talk about all these people and their fertility and hormones because uh, that's fun. And yeah, what the Lord can show us. So, absolutely. Speaking of what the Lord can show us, the scripture that comes to mind just for in general for this series is well known Genesis 2:18 and the Lord God said it is not good for man to be alone i will make him a helper comparable to him now that's new king james version and helper hmm, how does that sit with you a Becca, helper that's a, 
that can be a triggering word for some of us out here. I think it really can. I'm just here to help the man. Yeah. I think it really can. But at the same time, like in our first episode, we talked about the beautiful way that God designed women and the beautiful way that God designed man. And we are made to be a compliment to him. And um, I think, oh my gosh, we could like, we could go into our marriages, you know, and hormones and and all of that. And um, it's really neat because when we learn the language of our hormones as a woman and the language of our husband's hormones, it's just like, you see this beautiful design that we were both made in the image of God. We were both made in the image of God in different ways, you know? And so the curse is that I want to be controlling over my husband and I want to rule it all. And I want to dictate what we do. And I want to, you know what I mean? Like that is the curse of the fall of man. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I think in our culture and society, they attack like, I'm not going to be a helper. I'm an independent woman. I'm going to do my own thing. I don't need no man, like all that junk. It's like, Mm -hmm. well, actually it's really beautiful to be a wife that serves and loves your husband and listens to him and puts your flesh aside, puts the curse of sin aside. And honestly, I feel like that's when the marriage is the most elevated is when, Mm -hmm we can submit to the Lord and therefore submit to our husband in that way. And it just builds up the husband. It honors him. And when he is honored, things are good. But when we, when he feels like he's another kid, he's not honored and he doesn't want to lead the family because she's doing it. So why do I need to? So um, I think it really is beautiful to be a compliment and a helper to the husband. And it's, it's one of those things where we have to bear our cross to, to submit to that, because that is the curse that was put upon us is to want to rule over him. That's my opinion on it. I love that opinion. I completely agree with it. But yeah, that word helper is, will throw a lot of people off. And I recently, and that's why I brought it up was we we reference things that God is bringing up. And that's one of the things, this verse is one of the things that has recently come up to me and I learned that, you know, in the Hebrew Bible, that that word translated maybe more accurately or re- referencing it to how to other, when, how, to where this word is used in other areas of the Bible, right? And the, and this, so the Hebrew word, and I might butcher it, it's um, Ezer, E Z E R, Ezer. And it means to, in this context, depending on how it's pronounced, to rescue or save or to be strong. And so it's that word is used in Genesis 2.18 and 2.20. Um, and then Ezra is used again in several other areas in reference to who Israel can appeal to for military aid. So those references are in Isaiah 35 and Ezekiel 12, 14 and Daniel eleven thirty-four. 34. So Ezra in that pronunciation is like military ally. Wow. If you someone to go to war with. <laughs> I remember in Proverbs 31, a wife of noble character who can fight. Like we talked about that and that mm-hmm. word noble did mean military commander. So like the Lord is calling us to this so, this interesting role where 
we want to control because that's our curse of sin. And yet he's given us this gift to have a lot of structure and have administrative skills and, and all that. But my, comp- I mean, we're there, we're there to just compliment a perfect equal with our own spiritual weapons that are used for, for our marriage, for our partner. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's exactly where our hormones tie in and how our hormones contribute to our different physical and mental attributes as a man and a woman. Yeah. And looking at these different examples in the Bible will be so interesting too. Like, I don't want to just talk about the woman. I want to talk about the couple. I want to talk about the marriage, the dynamics, uh, because it's really just in recent times that um, there's been so much study and research on um, the hormones and the, you know, cycle phase planning, you know, where, where is the woman at in her cycle? And that is a beautiful thing for marriage. So how did they kind of just trudge along through and recognize where they were at beforehand, which I feel like just relates to so many women today? Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll have Adam on for an episode one time and, and be like, okay, so since you learned Becca's hormones and, and how that impacted how she talks and her moods, how <laughs> has that impacted your marriage? And it's been, it's been such a blessing and gift. So yeah, they didn't have that gift back then. So That'll be fun to talk about. Okay, well, let's wrap this up. My Mac is about to die and I don't have a charger down here. So so anyways, Dr. Jamie, can you pray over us and pray over this series and pray for the Lord just to bring to life these women and these couples and marriages for us to grow and learn in? Yes, Lord God, I just lift up everything Becca just said because I was beautiful. <laughs> That's exactly what we wanted to. Lord God, I just pray that you help us to stay open and as we explore the different situations that these women that you've placed into this Bible, Lord, that you help us to see how you would like us to see them and, and to expand on their situations in the way that you would like us to bring to our mindset therefore our, our thoughts in front of us, Lord. And I pray that I pray that this series just really speaks to the real heart of why you have designed us women, the way you have designed us and the beautiful gifts that you've implanted in us through our hormones and our purpose as sisters and mothers and wives and daughters and most importantly, daughters of you, our God and just thank you for this wonderful opportunity to be able to talk about these things. And I pray that we do do it well. In Jesus' name, amen. Did you learn something today about God's desire for your hormones? If so, please take a quick minute to review this podcast. It's the best way for more women like you to finally feel heard and understood about their God-given hormones. Thank you in advance for your review. If you're wanting to connect with me personally, head over to my website in the show notes to learn how. In any case, for the love of your hormones, I hope you enjoyed sipping on your matcha today. It's so much better for you than your afternoon latte. We'll see you guys next time.